Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Materializing Mindset Podcast. Now, this one's going to be a little different than the previous episodes that we've aired for you, but uh, as we come into 2024, this is going to be the last episode before we go into a new year. So just want to get a little reflective, talk about some of the things in 2023 that went right, some of the things I could have improved on, what I'm grateful for, and all that good stuff. And just really want to get real with you guys and get vulnerable to a point where you know, somebody might be able to connect and look back and say, man, I went through some of that stuff too. So, uh, you know, before we dive into all that though, guys, I just want to ask you real quick, if you've got a second to, if you listen to the podcast before and you've enjoyed it, just take a moment and go, go leave a review, leave a few stars on Spotify or Apple podcast, go follow us on Facebook. We're on Instagram at the mm.podcast on Instagram and the materializing mindset podcast on Facebook. So go on there, leave a review. Let me know what you think. I'm a big fan of transparency, so if there's something that that you don't like, spew it out. I don't really care. I'd love to hear it. I like all perspectives. So I just want to kind of give that plug, so I'll give you a couple seconds to go do that before we dive in. All right, and we're back. That should have given you enough time if you're quick with the fingers, but... You know, as I reflect back on this year, you know, I've I've got so much to be grateful for, a lot to be proud of, and and a whole bunch to improve on too. You know, I mean, being real with you guys, coming into this year, I was I was weighing more than I ever had in my life. I was around 280 pounds by the time we got into February. Um, you know, some some things had happened. I had my appendix removed, infection happened, and I was a- unable to be active. And uh, you know, I was just eating just to fill a void. You know, and and um. You know, it was one of those things where I was reaching to food as kind of like an emotional support. You know, it was uh, I wasn't able to work out and and, and get anything f- through that. So, uh, you know, reaching for for food and for junk food and just you know stuff in my face, it, it really made me get to a point where I didn't even hardly recognize myself anymore. You know, so uh, I was I was working a, a work from home job and and you know it was a good company I was working for and, and there was great people on my team, but you know they're they're based out of Dallas and and I just never really felt a connection and. You know, it was just one of those things that I, I never really felt like I was a part of, you know, because it was all online. It was work from home. I was in my home 24 hours a day. And, you know, I'm not the type of guy who thrives in an environment like that, you know. So I'm, I'm an extrovert, outgoing guy. I love people. Like I, I genuinely love meeting and talking to new people. So it just wasn't filling my cup. It, it didn't align with really who I was. And, you know, I, as kind of a last ditch effort, you know, I went out there to Dallas for our, our company sales kickoff and, and met a lot of great people and really had a great time throughout that week. But, uh, man, you know, as soon as I got back and sat at my computer, I, I kind of realized like, man, this, this isn't really what I want to do. So, uh, you know, that, that was my first thought was, was, man, this, this is what I need, right? Like if I can change jobs, if I can change my environment, that will be the thing that sparks this, this, you know, me pulling myself out of this this bad place that I'm in physically and mentally and and you know really the 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 degradation of my physical self is really what kind of manifested into a low mental uh um I don't want to say mental health but but into a lower mental state where I wasn't really operating efficiently you know I was kind of clouded and and brain fog and just always kind of sleepy and tired and and just not really feeling myself you know so that prevented me from taking action on things and it and and it just snowballs you know and and so i think um I, so long story short i i went and saw a, a job ad one day for a couple of local real estate investors have i saw an opportunity there and i, I know that they're both well established folks within that space and they both do well and uh you know they're both people that that I see as as 
holding qualities that I wanted to have. You know, they they both were very structured and disciplined and and ran a tight ship and had a schedule and and did what needed to be done to get the task completed. You know, so uh, through the interview process, I felt like it was a good fit. So came on with them and man, those first couple of months, I was really hype. I was getting after, I was going to networking events, establishing uh, uh, connections and, and, and doing all those things. And then you know, all of a sudden that started to fade a little bit. You know, once the newness started to fade a little bit and, you know, dealing with some, some personal issues that came up and, and, you know, it, it, it all kind of culminated into this thing where I realized like, oh, it's, it's not my external environment. Like, it's not what's going on outside. This this is not an external issue that I'm facing because I changed the work from home environment. I was starting to lose weight, right? I, and and so I was starting to feel a little bit better. My clothes were fitting a little bit better. You know, I was at I was 280 at one point uh, in February, and and you know, slowly over time. I mean, shout out to myself. I'm down to 235 now. So here on in late December, entering into the new year at 235, I'm super stoked about that. Super proud of myself for that. And um, you know, it, it, it's, it's important to celebrate the victories. So, but at this time I was, I was losing a little bit of weight and I was feeling better about myself and, and man, there was just still in, you know, the scariest part was that I couldn't necessarily pinpoint what it was. There wasn't some, you know, thing that I could just say, Oh, that's what it is. You know, like if you're, if you're looking at a flat tire and you're trying to see what's wrong and you see a nail head in the tread, Oh, there it is. Now we know what to do pull it out. Okay. Get, let's get our, let's get our tool and, and patch, patch the hole. Essentially. I know what to do. I know how to fix it. Let's, let's get this rocking and get back on the road, you know, but if your engine is smoking, you pull over and you pop the hood and you, there's, you have no idea what's going on. It could be an oil leak. Maybe it's a transmission and radiator. It could be engine. I don't know. So maybe you just, uh, let's just swap out the radiator and keep driving, see what happens. So if you just swap out the radiator and keep driving, and then all of a sudden your transmission falls out. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, well, now the car's totaled, right? So it's like, I think it's important to, to really um, diagnose and understand what was going on. So, you know, but before I did all that, I, I uh, you know, Heather was real keen on, on this thing called the DISC assessment. And if you haven't heard about that, it's a type of personality test. Um, I can't remember at all what it stands for, but it's basically a, a very in-depth personality test that uh, kind of highlights where you're at. Um, and, you know, I remember taking that test and, and, you know, working with Jared and Heather, my job was head of acquisitions. So I, I was going and finding the houses for fix and flips and wholesales and uh, trying to kind of build out a lot of the processes because, you know, they had been working off of solely inbounds and referrals. Um, and so they were trying to create an outbound flow. And so I came in to try and uh, set up some systems and do some things there. But, you know, my job was to close on these houses. Um, and so taking that personality test and then seeing that, you know, I was low on the traits that dealt with closing deals. It was kind of like a shot. You know, I, I saw that. And I'm like, man, that's like my whole job. Like I take this personality test and it's like score low. I'm like, man, that's like describes what I'm supposed to be doing here. And, and you know, I, so I was really good at, at building rapport and establishing relationships and creating trust and, and other vital areas of the sales process. But closing it wasn't something that I was good to, according to these tests. And uh, but really going over those those tests with Heather and Heather telling me, hey, I've taken this same test and it has changed drastically over the years. You know, it's not permanent. Uh, and, and this test just shows where you are right now and that you can really become whoever you want to be. And this is the, really all that was was just the framework. It's like, okay, this is where I'm at. Now let's do an evaluation, right? It's like if I ran a diagnostics on the car before I switched out the radiator. 
if I'd have ran the diagnostics and plugged it into the computer, I might have been able to see an error code that would have led me to go look at something that would have allowed me to see, oh, it was the transmission. We just need to, you know, flush the transmission, put some raw purple in there, call it good. But the thing is, if I had not done that, then there would have been no way for me to know that that's what I needed to, to fix or change. And so um, that was just one example of where I kind of realized like, oh, there, there really is a, a good way to be able to identify and, and work on these things. And so, um, you know, one of the, one of the big things that I realized was I wasn't able to pull myself out alone. I wasn't able to just look at myself in the mirror and will myself to feel better. Right. Because the problem was much deeper than that. And I couldn't figure out why or what was going on and, and why I couldn't get everything to click at times and, and when I needed it to. And, and it's, it, it's, it's like a, it's a hard thing to put into words, but you know, I'm sure there's some folks out there who can relate, you know, it's not, it's not that I was like severely depressed or always mad or angry or sad or whatever. It, it, there was no like mood swings. It was just like, I just felt off and I, and I couldn't quite understand why. And, um, you know, and that's really about the time that I decided to get my butt in therapy, you know, and and get with somebody who's licensed, who's who I feel like I can connect with and really get vulnerable with. And, um, you know, I think I kind of want to take a second and talk about that because I think there's a there's a huge stigma around that with therapy and mental health. And um, man, all my dudes out there, like it's one of the most impactful things I've ever done in my life. Um, you know, I've always considered myself a pretty transparent, open person. I'm, I'm pretty open-minded, right? Um, and I feel like I share uh, a pretty good uh, view of people. And, and when I interact with people, you know, I'm not super cynical. I don't think the worst. I'm not pessimistic, you know, but I'm also not naive. So I, I feel like in that sense, I have a really good grasp on it. But in terms of how I view myself, there are some serious issues that had to get worked out. You know, and that goes back to childhood and and all those things because I don't know why what happens in our childhood impacts us as much as it does. You know, I would I would stand to think that it's simply due to a ratio, right? So if I'm if I'm 32 years old, well, I'm currently 27, so we'll just use my current age. So I'm 27 years old right now. Let's say somebody screams at me on the street and tells me to get out of the way or does something, you know, pushes me or, or there's this violent interaction, right? Well, I'm 27 years old. So I have been conscious now of the outside world and like aware and forming memories since I was like maybe five or six, right? So that's like over 20 years of life experience that's led up to this point that now I'm dealing with somebody screaming at me. That's probably not going to affect me. I might not even remember it. It might be something that just passes as soon as it happened because it, I, there's so many other instances of that that have happened and all these things. But if you're nine years old, and someone's screaming in your face constantly, or you're around constant yelling, and you're in a chaotic environment, and and there's no structure, and you know this is how you're raised. It's like you only have a few. Like that's your whole reality. You 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 have to assume that that's how it is worldwide, because all you have is like these couple of years of consciousness to base everything off of, and. You know, you're, you're kind of in this place where it's like, is this all of reality? And so I, I don't know. I kind of went off a little tangent there. I don't know if that's why as kids it, it affects us so much. That's just me guessing and thinking out stuff. But I mean, basically what I'm saying here is that, um, and, and it's like, and it was nobody's fault. It's just life, right? We all experience trauma. We all go through things. And, and, and to me, I can't necessarily put the blame on anybody because if I am not the problem, there is no solution. 
today, anything that I do today that's impacted by things I did as a child, that's my job to fix. That is up to me to correct. I am no longer in a position where I can put that blame on anybody except myself. Should they have done it? Maybe not. Could they have done it differently? Probably. Yet here I sit, retroactively thinking about how things might have been if they wouldn't have. Well, I can't afford to think like that. I can't change the past. That's where depression lives. I can't change the future. That's where anxiety lives. I got right now. And so if I understand that and realize that, there's a lot of power in it, right? Because I can change how I tell the story to myself. I can I can understand and empathize with the people, the places, the situations in which I was placed or, or in which I was in that caused these specific traumas, whatever they may be, no matter how big or small. And I can understand that, hey, I can, you know, that was something I experienced and and had it not been for that, there might have not been the butterfly effect that led me to right here. You know, I, I might not have had the opportunity to get this job or, or, or meet my wife or have a child or, or experience the things I experienced, you know, cause it's all a part of the journey. It's all a part of the plan. Um, you know, and so I just want to kind of mention that the therapy helped me tremendously, you know, it, it really did. And it, it's something that allowed me to, again, tell myself a different story. I have a different perspective now and perspective is reality. And so now I'm living in a place where I'm no longer bound by what happened as a child. I'm strengthened by it. And that's that's because of my therapist and because of the work that he was allowing me to to see and to put in and and you know that's the beauty of it man is that we can become these strong people that just are able to build other people up and 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 work towards these things and and you know when when we see someone down deep in that hole and they have no idea how to get out we can jump in with them and say I know the way out bro follow me right? Because, because there's no better way to help someone than to relate. Because if I come to you and say, I have been where you're at, here's what I did to get out. You know, and it takes a level of vulnerability to admit that and say that. And so I think as men, we owe that to each other, you know, to be able to open up to another man and say, bro, I'm dealing with this right now and I don't know what to do about it. Um, because I'm telling you, as soon as you start talking out some of that stuff, you, you start to find a solution. Um, and again, if I am not the problem, there is no solution, you know, because today those people are not that same person. The people that that impacted me or, or whatever traumatic events that I went through or whatever may have happened, whatever situations may have occurred, those places aren't the same. Those things might not even exist anymore. Those people aren't the same. Like everything is different. Yet here I sit with the exact same problems that I face at that same time. So, um, you know, working through that and I, and identifying that was such a thing. And I, I didn't really think this was going to turn into such a vulnerable podcast, but you know, Hey, there's no growth and comfort, right? So, um, you know, really if, if one person hears this and, and gains the courage to be vulnerable, then this is a noble pursuit. I, I learned about what self-sabotage and procrastinating and, and avoidance and, and, you know, of course, it, you know, these feelings weren't constant, right? Like it wasn't something that I always battle, was battling with. And, 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 you know, it was just that I didn't know what to do when it happened. I was dumbstruck and it would, it would knock me down. And I'd be like, man, why, why, God, why do I feel like crap? Like, and, and it, you know, it would fade and it, maybe it only lasts for an hour, a couple hours or whatever, but it would always kind of linger, you know? And so, as I went in there and just and just got real with with my guy and and therapy and um, you know really did some of that external work on the outside and and forcibly made myself uh, give grace to myself 
you know, that I don't have to be so hard on myself. I don't have to have it all figured out, you know? So, uh, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I really wanted to go off on that and just tell you guys, cause 2023, that was probably one of the most impactful things that happened to me. Uh, and one of the greatest things that I've done was just work through some of that trauma. Uh, and there's work to be done, right? It's ongoing and, and new things pop up and, and, you know, I, I'm faced with situations where something may come out that I didn't realize. Oh, hey. <laughs> but now I'm able to notice it and I'm able to see like, oh, man, that that seems like I might be stemming from something like, you know, I can if I react a certain way, I can I can take a step back and pause and say, whoa, why, why did I react that harshly? Like, where, where's that coming from? Because that wasn't just because my wife asked me to take the trash out. Right. I didn't just snap because she asked. What, what, what was that? Right. What, where's my ego getting hurt? Right. Cause that, that's at the end of the day, that's, that's where I'm at. Right. So, um, that was just a huge thing for me, but, um, and I, I kind of just want to mention, you know, an old friend of mine named Bruce, you know, I was, I was talking with Bruce and, you know, he's, he's 60 years old and, and, you know, he had mentioned to me, and this was, this was actually what kind of led me to start looking into it more because I'd heard about EMDR, but this is the first person I, that I had spoken to, uh, who had gone through it that I knew of. I, I later learned of some other people as I, as I went through EMDR and started talking to people, I found other people who had done it, but he was kind of the first person that I spoke to about it. And, um, you know, he mentioned to me an extremely traumatic experience in which, uh, and he lived up, up in the Northeast, right? So he was ice skating and he had a really bad fall on the ice and basically punctured a hole in his cheek like he said that he could poke his tongue through his cheek so i know it's a little visceral so but, you know so pretty pretty traumatic just that in and of itself as a nine-year-old kid and so he's running home holding his face screaming crying and his dad hears him so he comes outside and he's standing there he looks at his dad and, and his dad grabs him by the chin forces his head to the side looks at his face and slaps him with the opposite hand and says that ain't nothing get inside so he just slapped this hole in his son's cheek when all he was looking for was just a little bit of refuge. And what Bruce said to me was that when he fell on that icy sidewalk at nine years old, he laid there for 45 years. And at the age of 54, he could finally breathe and feel relief from an event that occurred five decades prior. Guys, this stuff, it, it, it's one of those things where if I can find a way to work through it, all I'm doing is making my life better and making everyone else around me life's better. And it's it's really become true to me because as I've worked on myself, it's allowed me to to not procrastinate as much, to not self-sabotage, to understand that I'm worth it and, and to put in the effort, you know. So um again, I didn't mean to make this whole episode about therapy, but that's what we run it with it. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where I look back on 2023 and that was one of the big things for me. So um and you know, that's, that's the thing for me is, is entering into the new year, understanding what needs to be done and feeling the way I do. Um, not just, not just feeling in terms of, of day-to-day -day emotional state, but feeling the way I do about myself and my past and my future and, and just coming to peace with a lot of those things. You know, I think it's really important because, you know, I look back and I'm like, man, that, that stuff really did affect me. You know, and, and there's power in that. And so, I, again, for any guys listening to this that are wondering about therapy or any any gals that are listening to this that are wondering about therapy, I, I implore you to go try it out. I implore you to go try it out. And I implore you to go with somebody who's going to call you on your BS, who's not just going to say, yeah, let's meet every week for 12 years and you can go ahead and prepay. No, I go to a guy who calls me on my crap. Okay. Okay. 
because that's what I need. Cause I'm really good at justifying. I'm really good at talking my way into something or talking my way out of something or, or explaining something in a way that, that props me up or brings me down or makes you feel the way I want you to feel about the situation to agree with me and justify my behavior. Right. And there I am again, understanding my weaknesses and my faults. That's me understanding like, Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's something I got to watch out for. I get into justification. You know, I, 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 I have a bad result. And then rather than taking ownership, I, I look at maybe some other things that, that might've happened into it. Right. And that's not the way to be. And, you know, realizing that and, and, and trying to grow from that, I think is, is a really good place to start for me. Um, and so I'm proud of myself for that this year. You know, I, I really am. And I can sit back and I can say like, I'm, I'm so blessed to, to have a God that forgives and, and to have people in my life that love me the way that they do. And, and to have people that I love the way I do, you know, I've, I've made some, some great friendships and some great relationships with some fantastic people this year. You know, I'm just so blessed looking back at how everything worked out. You know, I think sometimes it's easy for me when I'm in the midst of a, of a bad situation to never see the end of it. Right. But it's like, I was listening to something the other day where, uh, you know, when, when bison and buffalo are, are caught in a snowstorm, they're one of the only animals that are known to go into the storm because they know that if they try to run away from it, they're just going to eventually get caught. They're going to get tired. They're going to burn energy for what? To try and chase their fate, right? And so these bison, these buffalo say, no, we're just going to go into it because that's how you make the storm pass faster is you walk right into it. You know, and I think that's that's the biggest thing too. I think I heard somewhere else too that the way you get rid of your demons is you face them. That's all. That's all. Because if the demons are behind you and you don't know where they're at, and it's like you're you're trying to avoid them and run away, they're always going to be behind you. If you try to run away from them, they're always going to be behind you. Just a couple of steps. But if you turn around, look them in the face, and say, "You don't have power over me," I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. They don't have it. Sorry, devil is a lie. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's, that's to me, any types of those thoughts that creep in and, and that kind of stuff, like that's the enemy. So, you know, when you, when you talk about bison going into the storm, that's kind of the same situation when it comes to anything in life. You know, if I, if I face it, then I'm able to, to conquer it. You know, that's what fear stands for. Face everything and rise. And when you do that, you eliminate fear, right? Most of my fear lies in the fear of the unknown anyway. I, I, I'm, I'm not fearful once I get, it's so funny. I'm fearful to make the phone call, but man, isn't it weird that as soon as the conversation starts, I'm not anxious anymore, right? I mean, and that's me personally, but I, I'm, I'm anxious to send the email, but once I see they replied, it's like, oh, that wasn't too bad, right? And even if it's bad, even if it's not good, and I'm not saying it's a good conversation. I mean, I'm talking, if the conversation starts and they say, you know, why are you calling me? Da, 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 you know, take me off your list. Okay. But like, man, uh, that was, that wasn't, is that all it is? Okay. On to the next, right? And um, you know, I just think that's one of the big things in 2023 that is that is uh been pivotal for me. You know, I've I've I'm now uh I can now officially say I've had three different jobs in 2023. You know, after having the same job for 10 years, it's like it just goes to show you that that um a sometimes not sometimes an external change is not what needs to happen in order to to fix a situation, and b Sometimes you got to get out of a job if you feel like, man, this really isn't for me, right? Sometimes you've got to bite that bullet and swallow that pride and say, man, this ain't for me. But some people don't want to, you know, I can admit that when I worked for Jared and Heather, I did not perform the way that I was expected to or they were expected to. I fell short. That's going to happen. And that's okay. You know, it would have been way worse 
is if I counted myself out and never took the job in the first place because I don't know anything about that industry. I've never even been in real estate. The only thing I know about real estate is my little transaction I had back in 2021. You know, what, what, I don't have any, I'm not even licensed. I don't, I don't know anybody over there. I don't know any of these people. But you know what's great? You can get to know those people. And so I, I did. I took that chance and, I, and I'm glad I did. You know, and, and I try not to be too regretful these days. Uh, and I try not to do a lot of things that cause regret. Uh, and that makes my, my days a lot better. Um, you know, I just try and do the next right thing. And, and help others. You know, I've, I've realized that too this year. Oh my goodness, getting outside of myself. Oh my gosh, it ain't about me. You know, it's like I said before, my problems are internal. If I'm by myself or if I'm, if I'm justifying to myself or thinking to myself, I'm with my own worst enemy. You know what I'm saying? So if I can get outside of myself and help somebody else and, 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 you know, if I'm feeling down and out, one of the best things that helped me is when I force myself to spread joy and positivity to somebody else because then it's reciprocated and then I can feel it. And even if it's not reciprocated, it's just the fact that I'm putting it out into the universe. I'm sending out those vibrations. You know, and that's the thing is like everything we do is some form of vibration. Me talking right now is a vibration. You know, and and so everything resonates. And so if I'm speaking these words and thinking these thoughts, right? Thoughts are are vibrations too. That's how everything communicates on the planet. It's, it's all just a series of vibrations, um, you know, no matter what it is. That's why you hear that hum, like whenever electricity is going, you hear that, mm, that's vibrations. And and so if I'm putting out those, those things into the universe, it all comes back. Kind of just wanted to free flow this one, see where it ended up at, just because I did want it to be organic. I didn't want to have a whole scripted thing about different whatever's i just wanted to talk from my own experience and let you guys know what i'm up to and um see if somebody can relate i mean at the end of the day this is not not necessarily an easy thing for me to uh to put out there but you know if if one person listens to this and nods their head in agreement like i said it, it was all worth it you know and, and it's something that i've got to remove myself from the outcome i can't you know again because it because i'm getting real with you guys right like this is hard for me like i don't want to necessarily uh disclose everything that's happened but even just what i've shared so far is it's a little bit vulnerable and uh you know it can be kind of scary to be vulnerable sometimes because you have these assumptions over what might happen and what might occur but really vulnerability is the greatest sign of strength you know and that's just it right is it being vulnerable with myself being vulnerable with other people is what allows me to see what either i need to work on it allows me to relate to people and it's a true sign of strength you know so um one of the things that I've done and, and, you know, one of the things I implore you to do is just look back at the times that you exceeded what you thought possible this year, you know, and, and the other thing that's really important for me to understand is, is look at the things that didn't happen this year that could have been directly changed or impacted more positively by a better attitude or a more concentrated effort, you know, and working to ensure that those situations, when they occur again, that I'm able and willing to bring with me the necessary attitude and effort to accomplish the mission. You know, because at the end of the day, I've realized those are the only two things in the entire universe that I really have control over, you know, is attitude and effort. 
And when one goes, so too does the other very quickly, you know, at least in my experience. And so, like I've mentioned, 2023, I, I really adjusted my habits and diet to create a more sustainable life for myself, you know, one where I can really enjoy the physical activities I partake in, you know, and as well as having the clarity and focus to enjoy the, the mental and spiritual side of life too. You know, I'm I'm reminded this year the importance of, of taking care of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, and um, I'm sure you can hear those... Uh, fireworks in the background, but it's New Year's Eve here. We're, we're getting close up on the new year. So I thought it was kind of cool to record the last little bit of this during that time. So, you know, as, as I head into 2024, the biggest goals that I've got are, are, are really centered around creating and sticking to a schedule that's sustainable, you know, being intentional with my time and effort in a way that provides complete results. You know, I'm not just going to keep starting things and stopping them, you know, like this podcast or a diet or, or, a lifestyle change, as Justin Scott would say, so he's not a big fan of the word diet. If you listen to the, to the last podcast, so um, you know, and and one thing too is it, is it I'm, I'm having to notice that the goals that I've set for myself aren't necessarily tangible, you know, and that's intentional because I, I, another goal that I have is to fall in love with the process, stop tying myself up with the outcome, you know, not not looking at it from a from a perspective of you know I want this thing that I'm trying to take on. It's like no, I've just got to take it one call one email, one prospect, one situation, you know, and when they come up, one argument, right? Just taking it one thing at a time, you know, and, and really most importantly than all that's one day at a time, you know, because as soon as I take myself outside of the current moment, I'm spoiling my present. And guys, that, that about wraps us up here on this uh, New Year's Eve edition of the Materializing Mindset podcast. I truly want to thank you all again for tuning in. And, and if you got something out of this podcast, share it with a friend. You know, or for zero dollars and just a little bit of your precious time, you can leave a review. Let me know what you think. Uh, again, thank you guys for, for joining us here on the Materializing Mindset Podcast.